This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Hi, welcome to Breaking Bread. This is the show where we explore food through culture, conversations, and a whole lot of curiosity. I'm your host, Lo Yijun, a food writer and recipe developer from the Jun and Tonic blog. This week, we are going to be cooking up a dish in my kitchen. Since we're home a lot more nowadays due to the COVID-19 pandemic, I thought it would be useful and hopefully really fun as well for you listeners to learn a bit more about cooking and get to know a simple recipe or two. On today's episode, we'll be making some chocolate salami, or chocolate sausages. Now, I know what you're thinking. There's no actual meat in this salami or sausage, because this dish belongs in the realm of desserts. It's essentially a slab of chocolate, moulded and shaped into a sausage-like cylinder, and filled with all kinds of goodies. From biscuits and nuts, to raisins and liqueurs, you can fill it with whatever your heart desires. For me, I filled mine with some walnuts, along with some sultana biscuits. You know, the kind that many of us had as a kid growing up in Malaysia. The rice cracker-like biscuits with bits of sweet, chewy purple parts that we often ate at camps and school trips. Maybe it was just me, but I saw this at a supermarket the other day and thought to bring back some of that nostalgia. That's why I'm using it in this dish, and without further ado, let's head to the kitchen. Okay, so we're now in the kitchen and I'm going to make this uh, chocolate salami. And essentially, this recipe is pretty simple. It's uh, basically everything put into a bowl, mixed together, and then rolled up into a log. So it resembles a piece of salami, I suppose. Um, So first off, we'll need our chocolate and some butter. So, let me just get my chocolate. So I'm using 250 grams of chocolate. Again, if you've been listening to this show long enough, you know that I'm a chocolate snob. So try to use good quality chocolate if you can find it. Uh, The ones that you would just eat on its own rather than baking chocolate. So, to prove a point, I just ate a bit of the chocolate. <laughs> but anyway, I've got 250 chocolate in my bowl. And this is a big glass bowl here that I'm using because I'm going to microwave it to melt the chocolate. And to this, I'm also going to add a bit of butter, which I'm getting right now. So, Use 75 grams of butter. And I'm cutting this butter into small pieces so it melts faster. Okay, that should be good. Okay, so I have the butter and chocolate in my bowl. The next step is to melt this. So I'm just gonna put this in the microwave here. 
I walk to my microwave. I'll give it 30 seconds. Actually a minute, I think. Yeah, that'll do nicely. And while that is going, I have some walnuts in the oven. So um, I have just some walnuts toasting in the oven. They're done now actually. So I just have about 100 grams of walnuts. Um, I just toasted them for 15 minutes at 160 degrees Celsius and that gets them nice and browned uh, and a bit more flavorful as well. Then, uh, besides that, usually for chocolate salamis, people add in um, some biscuits in the form of maybe some digestive biscuits or just some simple butter cookies. But since usually for my recipes, I make it a bit quirky, a bit more localized as well in a sense. Today, for my chocolate salami, I am adding in some Sultana biscuits. So these are the really classic um, rectangular biscuits or cookies, you might call them, that have little bits of raisins or dried up grapes in it, or Sultanas, basically. And they taste a bit sweet, a bit tart, and they're really nostalgic. It's something that I haven't had in years, actually. I only had them when I was a kid. And this one is from the Kongguan brand. Oh my god, it looks so... So I just opened a packet, and it looks so different from how I remember it. But let me give it a taste. Let's see. Oh, yeah, break it apart. Okay, let me taste one. Oh, it's a lot lighter than I remember it. Actually, maybe they've improved on the on the recipe of the biscuit. But yeah, it's got that slightly chewy bits of uh, raisin or sultanas inside. And that, I think it's just delightful. Mmm, nice. Okay, so I'm gonna save the rest for um, the chocolate salami. Otherwise, we'll end up with none. I'm gonna store that in the trash. Okay. Now, our chocolate is done. Let me just go grab it. Should be melted. So the butter has completely melted and it's slowly doing its work on the chocolate as well. And I'm just gonna give this a stir. Just make sure all the chocolate has melted and it comes together into a nice shiny paste. Now I don't want it to be to, to get too hot, too warm, because it will make rolling it up into a log like a lot harder. So I'm just using the minimum amount of heat necessary just so the process is a bit faster. Okay, I think there are no lumps remaining and it's looking really shiny. Nice. So, uh, back to the Sultana biscuits, the Kongguan Sultana biscuits. Uh, I'm just gonna cut this up into pieces, really. So I'm using a, uh, it was a 170 gram pack, uh, minus a bit because I ate one. But basically you can put anything into these uh, chocolate salamis, like any of your favorite biscuits. Um, just chop it up into rough chunks and just toss it in. Okay, let me give them a rough chop. 
Oh, this is so classic. It brings back a lot of memories of like eating them as a kid. Okay, so, so Tana biscuits are done. So I'm just gonna pour all of this into the chocolate. Now I'm not gonna put the crumbs in because I want the uh, chocolate part of the salami to be still quite smooth. Okay, then remember the walnuts from before? I'm gonna do the same to it, give it a rough chop. I'm just gonna use 100 grams actually. Again, this will add some nice texture to the salami. And you don't want it to be too fine either. Still want to be able to bite down on some of the crunch. Okay, I think that's good. Again, same thing, putting this all into the chocolate. And that's that for the uh, larger ingredients. Okay. Once you have this, you're gonna add a bit more things to it to bulk it up. There's a bit of milk. Whoops, almost dropped it. Bit of milk here, 45 mils to be exact. Okay, I'm also gonna add in a shot of coffee and a bit of salt, just to bring up the flavor of everything a bit. And that's it. Just gonna give that a mix. Well, technically I should have added the, uh, all the wet ingredients first before adding in the biscuits and the walnuts. But this is working as well. So no issue there. Okay. Everything is coming together. I'm really tempted to eat one. So I'm eating some. Ooh, this almost tastes like, you know, with the crispiness and with the chocolate. Almost tastes like a Ferrero Rocher, <laughs> weirdly enough. But, um, okay, so that is done. Now, we are going to roll this into a log. Ah, hmm. I think we have a small problem here, actually, a small issue. Because um, usually when people make chocolate salami, they use digestives, which is a lot more compact, and so it's a lot more dense uh, and I used the same amount of sultana biscuits which are a lot lighter because it's basically a rice cracker base um, and I don't think I have enough chocolate in this or enough like chocolate and butter and the liquids to cover all the uh, chunks of biscuit and walnuts so I think I'm gonna add some uh, more chocolate and butter to this which i'll do right now so let me get chocolate and the butter and actually i'll cut back to this and come back to you when i have this solved thank you for your patience okay and we're back Okay, so I think I have the problem solved. I essentially added more chocolate and butter. Again, melted it in the microwave. 
and just poured it into this uh, this mix here. And I think now it has a bit more bulk to it, which means we can roll it. And I think, sorry about that hiccup, but I think it just goes to show that cooking and baking is also about being able to go with the flow and depending on what happens, you can just like try and troubleshoot. And every recipe that you encounter is really just a guide. And depending on your kitchen environment, how creative you want to be, your end result might not be what you expect. So, now that we have that solved, I am going to roll this up. So, this process is really simple. What you need is a cling film or plastic wrap, which I have right here. And I'm just gonna tear about, let's see. I'm just gonna get about 15 cm of cling film, like in length and just lay it out on my table flat, or as flat as you can make it. Then I'm gonna pour out my chocolate mix with all the nuts and biscuits and everything. And pour it out onto the plastic wrap. So I'm gonna do half first. And spread it out a bit, but still in a line. And I'm gonna roll this up in the plastic wrap. So don't worry if it's not completely round yet. What you can do is after rolling it, you're gonna keep rolling the sides so you tighten up the sides and eventually you'll form a sausage-like shape, which I have right now. Ooh, this is looking really nice. Okay, there are some air bubbles trapped in it, but that is perfectly fine. I'm just gonna put this on a tray. ready to be put in the fridge. You can also tie up the ends, but I think it's pretty tight on its own, so I don't really have to go through the trouble of that. Okay, next one, because we only did half. Again, around 15 cm. Okay, laying it out on my table. And then just pour the rest of the chocolate on. Okay, just gonna roll this one up as well. Gonna try and make it a bit tighter this time so there are no air bubbles trapped inside. Okay, looking a bit better. Oh, this one's a chunkier sausage than the one before. Clearly they're not created equal, but uh, that is that. Okay, now, after rolling everything up, you are going to pop it in the fridge and let it chill for, um, I'd say, two hours at least, uh, two to three hours, until it's uh, completely cold through, and so it will harden and it'll be easier to cut. So, I'm just gonna pop it in the fridge now, and I'll be back in two hours. So, it's been two hours. Uh, I've just taken my... Um, chocolate salami out of the fridge and I've actually rolled this in a bit of um, icing sugar so it, it helps it not be as sticky and it also kind of mimics the look of a freshly cured salami with some like powdery white bits on the outside. So I'm just gonna cut into it now into my first slice and we'll have a taste. 
okay, it's a bit uh, hard to cut through, but once you manage to get through it, not sure if you heard a bit of that crunch from the biscuits and the walnuts. Oh, it looks really promising. The cross section looks really nice. Let me just give it a taste. Hmm. Ooh. The, uh, the uh, crispy bits in it is still surprisingly crunchy. It still maintains its crunch from uh, like the walnuts and the uh, sultana biscuits. Ooh, that was quite surprising. That's really pleasant. Mm. And the chocolate kind of ties everything together. It holds the um, crispy bits together and it just acts as a glue that makes everything just work. So this is actually a pretty good recipe. Mm. Although I know it seems a bit festive and people usually make it for, I guess, like Christmas. So I'm a few months late here, but um, it's still a good one regardless of the season. And I hope you make it. So I hope you guys are staying safe and eating well. And I'll see you next week. Now that is it for this week's episode. I hope you found this recipe really interesting and easy to follow, and it galvanizes you into cooking. As usual, I'll leave a link for this recipe in the show notes. But if you'd like to learn and read even more recipes, especially some crazy fun ones like kimchi carbonara and mooncake flavored donuts, you can find those and a lot more on my blog at junandtonic.com. That's J-U-N-A-N-D-T-O-N-I-C.com. Finally, to listen to more episodes of Breaking Bread, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or on the BFM app. I'm Jun, and you've been listening to Breaking Bread on BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.